Welcome back to People in the Discans, where we discuss everything scary, spooky, and disturbing in horror. This is Mike. And this is Bobby. And if you've been with us the past two weeks, you know that we've been covering John Carpenter's Halloween and Halloween 2. And today we will be concluding our Halloween trilogy with Halloween H2O. Now, we just actually got done talking about this a little bit. So Bobby was basically calling it trash. And uh... that's a lie. Because <laughs> if you guys remember, I think this was like in my top five. So that's yes. a fib. Uh, actually, it's number five. I think it was number two for me. Yeah. It just, it just, oh, I didn't even realize I had. No, never mind. I'm lying. <laughs> um, so, so far, John Carpenter's Halloween, obviously, is both of our favorites of the two that we discussed. Halloween 2 is, was the next movie. Uh, we both agreed that um, it was a decent follow-up, at least. I think you thought it was entertaining. I thought the middle was boring. Um, and now we're with H2O, which is just pure fun for me. Um, but before we get into that... They're coming to get you, Barbara where we will be taking some controversial horror takes that we saw, read, or heard that might be worthy of a dragging. And this is, of course, meant to be fun, so please relax. Don't hit us up unless it's deserved. Okay, Bobby, what you got? Relax your asses. Uh, so what I have, I don't remember this uh, comment. Hold on, let me get my rush. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you talking about poppers? <laughs> that went over my head. I'm like, wait, what? You nasty. <laughs> I'm like, wait, are you I feel the rush. Addicted to your mm -mm 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 -mm. touch. I like that song. Um, I don't know the so words. So good, so good. Um, <laughs> so my coming to get you, Barbara, uh, I seen a... Um, an opinion on Terrifier. Um, I don't remember what, exactly what they said, but it goes along the lines of them saying that they feel like the Terrifier fandom is very toxic um, and Ooh. the movies are overrated Ooh. and they don't really think it's that good of a franchise. Ooh. So, I'm not going to drag this person because I myself don't think it's like the best franchise, but I do think that it's fresh and it's exciting and it's something way different than what we've been getting as far as these requels and these sequels coming from our horror icons. Arthur Clown is a new horror icon for this generation that they can look back at and be like, oh shit, like I remember seeing this in the theater or, you know, seeing this on TV. Um, he's starting to be everywhere now. He's, you know, on 
you know, he's he got T-shirts and, you know, costumes and figures. Like, he's starting to become very, very, very big. So, it's that person's opinion. I get it. But I don't think it's overrated. I think it's worth uh, all the hype that it's getting because it's something, again, it's something new and fresh and it's not like anything else we've really seen. Uh, it's entertaining. It's fun. Yes, those movies don't really have like a, a strong plot point to them, but mm. they're at least fun and entertaining. And we're getting a third one next year. It's going to be a Christmas. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so I cannot excited. wait. I cannot wait. Um, I'm not going to drag them, but fuck this bitch. Um, I love Terrifier. What if it was somebody we knew? Are you talking about well, if, they're na- if they're naming up there? I I'm so sorry. What if I knew uh, who it was, but I just didn't tell you? Wait, who, it was. who is it? Who is it? <laughs> um, what Ryan, you know, bitch is a figure of speech. Ryan, you know? um, I guess you want. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, <laughs> it's not Ryan. I'm jo- I'm so joking. This is just a random person I've seen on one of those like horror community uh, Facebook pages. Some random person. I mean, to their so to your point, it doesn't have like crazy story. But I feel like majority of these movies, it's a simple story, and you don't need an overly complicated story for a good horror movie or an entertaining horror movie. Correct. And I would really be curious to know what franchise they do like. I'm assuming it's Scream because that's usually what Scream fans be saying. She you know like what, that. I, I'm gonna um, cut you off real quick. Oh God. Um, I know you mentioned Scream a lot on these episodes so far. I know. <laughs> and you're a Scream King. So what's up? What's up, my friend? And I like Holy. Scream. I just find Scream fans to be. Um, Chaos. You know what? It's horror fans in general. Or Sydney fans. Which one? There's a oh, girl. The Maybe Sydney fans are rabid animals. Okay. Like, I, I, you can't say nothing about that. She is Mother Teresa. She can't be. We don't even need to get into that. But I think horror fans in general, as I'm learning while being on Twitter and everything else, we all have our things we like. We all have our opinions. But the people who are like, like, I understand playfully going back and forth about shit because it's fun we all have a difference of opinion it makes conversation interesting but when y'all start like really attacking people as long as we ain't talking about no racist shit and all that other shit but who gives a fuck i i like terrifier you don't so the fuck what i may think it's a good story i to me terrifier 2 is like almost like a 80s throwback if the sounded 80s to me it felt 80s and we got sienna the bad bitch that she is to uh be a new final girl and i don't know what else to say to this person another hot take too is that a lot of people like the first one over the second one every time i talk to people they like they love the first one and mm. honestly i prefer the second one now, guys, we did we didn't review oh. the first movie, but we did review Terrifier too. And me and Mike had some, you know, opinions, mostly me on the final girl that he was loving so much on here. Yeah. After and obviously after watching Terrifier too, I do like Sienna, and I think I mentioned it on here too. I just think that she has yeah. at least one or two more movies in her, so I can see, um, to solidify her spot as like that final girl of this generation. She did her thing. In there. I'm not gonna lie, she did her thing, but I just mm-hmm. want—I I just can't wait to see more from her. I'm excited. So, um, 
my opinion, Terrifier 2 is better than the first one because it actually has a storyline a little bit compared mm-hmm. to that first one. The first one, it was just more just random shit happening. And this one, we actually following characters and actually getting to like the main character. Um, and there's actually, they added something to the story as well, which we all can't wait to see in a third film. So I'm excited. So, yeah. Yeah. And when you bring that, it makes I feel like Terrifier 1 is more realistic. Like, we wouldn't know what the fuck is going on. There's just some man or some person in a damn costume following me around and he's psychotic and, and dangerous. Part 2 is more like, like you're saying, a story is fit. We're following these characters. The first one is just kind of like whatever the fuck happens, happens. Um, but yeah. Thank you for your opinion, Unidentified Body. <laughs> what you have. Okay, so I found something on Reddit, and I don't oh, even think you this are is my that, like, the words. Be careful. crazy. So, Jaden, a year ago, said... <laughs> we got names. Said, the remake, Child's Play, is better than Seed of Chucky, Cult of Chucky, and Child's Play 3. It just has a very interesting new direction of the Chucky character, and I actually really enjoyed the emotional aspect of the film and the way that Chucky truly wasn't evil. Now, mm. I actually, even though I love Child's Play 3, I actually kind of agree with this. I liked the remake. I and I felt too. like people were dragging the fuck out of that movie just because it wasn't the Chucky that we're used to or the Child's Play we're used to. And I think if it were called something else, people would be like, oh, this was a pretty decent movie. I liked it, but because it was called Child's Play, it's like, fuck this. Ch- oh, Chucky did look weird. It's, li- it's literally Megan. That movie Buddy, is Megan. whatever the fuck that thing's name was. Yeah, it's Megan. Literally that. It's just called Child's Play remake. <laughs> no, but Megan is different because this one is just like a mouth. Mal- this one is, well, actually, because it got malfunctioned at one point, right? And that's what it started as. And so it's learning it's thing in Megan a sadistic way. Chucky. The the Chucky buddy doll thing. Yeah, because the, the dude first... in the beginning, he um he was getting fired or harassed or something. So he put a, he took one of the security things off and he killed himself. And then that Chucky ended up getting into Andy's hands where he just sitting there learning all different types of stuff and all the security mm-hmm. stuff is all bypassed. So that's why he's acting the way he's acting. Megan I don't remember. I think Megan was similar. Megan did all that shit herself, though. She was like, as the more she was learning and gaining control, she was shutting shit down. She was, it, she was increasingly becoming more powerful. Like, mm-hmm. but well, I guess he, in a way, was doing the same thing. He was learning more what he was capable. They're similar. Child. They're similar. Good double but, feature. Anyway, I thought it was a good movie, like this person said. But I know a lot of people do not like that child's play. Um. You know, I don't think it's that crazy, but I know since majority of people don't like it. So that's... you think it's better than Seed of Chucky, Cult of Chucky, and even Child's Play 3. Are you agreeing to that? Okay. Not, no, I like Child's Play 3, so it's not better than that uh, for me. Cult of Chucky, I don't think it's better than Cult of, Ch- of mm. Chucky. 
Cause Cedar Chuck is funny as fuck to me though, and it's they're very di- entertaining. See, they're different movies. Like you can't compare. The only movie you can compare to reboot to Child's Play is Child's Play itself. You cannot compare it to Cedar yeah. Chucky because Cedar Chucky is a whole different movie. You you got Glenn, you got Tiffany, you got um Voodoo transferring souls into. It's, it's more of a comedy. It's a totally different movie. And Child's mm-hmm. Play three. Um, I like Child's Play three. My meets like myself. But I can't compare it to that. The only one you can really compare it to is the first one because literally those characters, same concept. The only difference is we have a more modern Chucky versus old school Chucky. Um, and that's really it. So I think it's unfair to yeah. compare it to those movies. Um, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, re- um, the reboot, though. Like, I didn't find anything really too wrong with it. A lot of people have a problem with it. Like you said, if it wasn't called Child's Play, if it was called something else, I think it would have done better. Um, I like the aspect of Chucky controlling shit with his fucking finger and um, getting the other toys and, um, yes, the, you know, the fuck shit up that's involved in the corporation that they're in. So it was different and I enjoyed it. I wish we had got more of that. And I just wish people was not hating on the new child's play movie. They should have just called it something else, called it my buddy or something. <laughs> but they still, it still would have been drawn in comparison to child's play, even if it was called yeah. my buddy, because the, the outfit is similar. Um, I don't know Changed what that he hair was. Changed the way, his face too. He made me uncomfortable, and it wasn't like I, so I, <laughs> like who want to buy a dog? I was on like a date. That? I went on a date to see this with somebody, and a good thirty minutes, we like, did we go to the right movie? Like, <laughs> like we know there's a doll in this, yeah. but it's so different from the other one just because it's technology based instead of like spirituality. Spirituality, yeah. Um, but you know. That's all I got. Well, he's wrong. The person that wrote this and read it is wrong. <laughs> and um, yes, Child's Play, the reboot is great, but I don't think it's, I think it's unfair to compare it to those movies, like I said. Only compare it to the first one. Uh, and yeah, he's wrong. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Jaden, that's his name? Jaden? Jaden. I'm not yeah. doing the last name. Smith. Because the, the horror people, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he'd be like in a horror movie. Annoying. I feel like he will give, like he will be annoying. I feel like Willow would give me my life, so I prefer to see Willow. Mm. I feel like she would be. Yeah, a I can see ass. Willow. He would just be. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think Willow would do good. <laughs> Jada might do good too. I think it just depends on what yeah. the movie's about. We'll see. Willow could play her mama in the sequel to Demon Demon Night. Night. Mm. There we go. That's it. That's the movie. Yeah. She's passing the torch to Willow. How am I? She's just playing the same cat. She's playing Geraldine. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm here for it. All (laughs) right. Let's get into this movie. Mm -hmm. Halloween H2O, a.k.a. The Revenge of Laurie Strode. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like... I felt like the first movie's Laurie's. The second movie is Loomis's. Mm-hmm. And this movie is kind of, well, it's Laurie and Michael's to me. And seeing who could win. Towards the end, yes. This movie's still more Laurie's, in my opinion. Laurie's. Yeah. We'll get into it. 
this was one of my issues with this movie. Now, all right, let's see how this conversation go. By the end of mm-hmm. this episode, I'm not too sure, depending on what you have to say, and me realizing some things, I'm hoping it doesn't drop from my top five. But we'll see, because after this recent watch, and maybe you can answer some things, um, okay. there's, there's a lot of things that made me unhappy. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to make, I'm going to get that up to three or four on your ranking. So we're going to see. Okay. Everyone is entitled to one good scare. I've had my share. 20 years have passed since that fateful night. Do you know what day it is? Halloween. 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 And they thought the terror was dead and gone. Hey, you know, Michael Myers. Never found his body. They were wrong. It finally ends here. Halloween H2O. Twenty years later, Laurie Strode, now the dean of a Northern California private school, with an assumed I can't speak, with an assumed girl with a new name, <laughs> must battle <laughs> must battle the shape one last time as the life of her own son hangs in the balance. Starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Josh Hartnett with the hair, Michelle Williams from Dawson's Creek, LL Cool J, directed by Steve Miner, written by Robert Zappia and Matt Greenberg, although I believe Kevin Williamson was writing on this as well, but they were the ones to get the credit due to like WGA rules and shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Another director, which at this, yeah. so we're acting as if those other movies did not exist. Three, yes. four, five, and six. Yes. So, I'm <laughs> everything so, after two. I'm, I'm trying to take those movies out of my head when thinking about Michael Myers and just go based on these three movies. It's going to be really hard. It's not for me because they are. Right, so, one of my issues now that we're here, sort of, kind of, is already okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Um, just. We're taking the all right, so we're taking Michael Myers out from four, five, six. Fine, cool. We're going just based off of Halloween two. We know the events that happened in Halloween two. You know, Chase Lord yes. out the hospital, blowing up. Loomis and uh, Michael caught on fire. Obviously, Loomis survived that version of this too because they talk about it on here. Um, and he was taken care of Wait. by Nurse Marion Chambers. What's up? That confused me already. Because in the intro, which we could talk about, because I was like, I don't remember there not being a pumpkin or jack-o'-lantern in the intro in this, but... Oh, opening, sure. Yeah, but in the intro, we're seeing the wall with all the Michael Myers news clippings and shit, and it said Lone Survivor of Hospital Massacre on one of them mm-hmm. with Lori. So I'm like, so in this one, the Jimmy did not survive. <laughs> And that means Loomis didn't survive. So I was confused. Like, why are we talking about Loomis as if he survived after that? Right. Because she's, because they said that Chambers <laughs> was Lewis, I said Lewis, <laughs> Loomis, uh, caretaker or something like that. So obviously he was alive up until the point he died. So why they're mm. making it seem like Lori was the only one that survived when clearly Loomis did survive. So, yes, questions. 
Um, I guess because she was the one who dealt with him earlier in the night and was the only one alive with the other group of kids. Maybe. Maybe. Also, you mentioned, like, the pumpkin not being in the intro. Uh, I was okay without it. Um, Even though I love the first two, I feel like maybe if they added to this, it would have been great to see, kind of like what they did with the new trilogy, the pumpkin kind of growing. Not growing, but, like, it's like a reverse version of the pumpkin riding, but it's kind of like a resurgence of the pumpkin now. If they did something similar like mm. that or bring it back just because it is 20 years later, yes. you're getting rid of all the other ones and you're continuing something that happened 20 years ago. So you want to continue that story, obviously. And they did to a certain extent because there's some things in there that they forgot about. Um, so I would love to see a pumpkin in there, but at the same time, I'm I'm okay with like the the newspaper clips and you know, kind of let you know what was happening throughout the years it, yeah it felt like there was like in the early 2000s late 90s there was this time period where we were getting like a lot of cop drama-ish kind of movies there was like one with angelina jolie and then you have seven and shit so like i'm thinking to me it reminded me of that and it's yeah. kind of not took me out of it but i it was definitely a different feel and don't even get me started on this feeling like fucking uh the faculty you think it felt like of a Halloween? I was going to say Scream. No, it's Scream. You're correct. But, well, Scream, Faculty came after Scream, right? So, I mean, I guess it's similar. But it's not enough um, chase scenes or Scream. But that intro with Marion, to me, is the Faculty. It's not giving me Scream at all. <clears throat> mm, you're right. <laughs> you're right but there's a lot of scream in this movie and maybe it kevin williamson had something to do with it that's my biggest problem with h2o this feels more like a scream movie than a halloween movie it feels more um like we love scream so much so we're gonna take some you know influences and put it in a halloween film even though scream loves halloween and that was like that's a big problem for me because it's like yeah we love each other scream franchise and the halloween franchise but it seemed like they're kind of like going back and forth especially with the halloween franchise i feel like they always trying to keep up with the now going back to mm. halloween 1981 they amp up the violence because of freddie jason with this one we have scream out and it's so popular so now we're trying to give a scream vibe and i'm like what are we doing halloween started all this shit and y'all trying to modernize it and make it more you know appealing to the i guess the newer horror fans and scream is the next big thing so now we're going to take bits and pieces of that and put it into a halloween film when you don't need to do that and that's my biggest issue with h2o is that it feels too much like a scream movie to me minus the chasing but the music the chasing music in here is literally the same music when yeah. jail's getting chased in the first movie not jail <laughs> oh gal sorry not jail <laughs> see what happens when you talk too much <laughs> the bitch belong in jail so, so i, I feel like because the weinstein brothers i believe are attached to this i think mustafa akkad as well um, to me, it would seem like they are absolutely okay with, look, look, I'm just trying to make some money. I don't really give a fuck. 
what this is about. This is my opinion. I actually don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. Because <laughs> Jamie, I know Jamie Lee Curtis, she wanted Carpenter and Hill to be a part of it. And I know there was a whole meeting and everything. But Carpenter was like, look, you bitches owe me money, ho. From all that shit from the first movie. So I want a $10 million as a starting fee as director. And I want a three-picture deal with Dimension. And they were like, oh. <laughs> they just like, okay, fuck that. And then that just didn't happen. That's crazy because it's John Carpenter. Like, how dare you refuse him? Something that started this. Like, y'all should have been... don't give a fuck about that. They don't. And look where is it at now. So H2O is, a lot of people love this film, um, and I love it too. I have a nostalgia. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see this in a movie theater, but I have a vivid memory with my mom renting this from our local video store, and my uncle was watching me, and we watched this together um, because never seen it in theaters, and I enjoyed it. But then, you know, the older I got, I'm just like, there's a lot of things that I miss that was in the mm-hmm. last well, two yeah. films that's not in this one. The only thing <laughs> that I really enjoy about H2O is literally J.B. Lee Curtis. She's yes. the only I, reason why I like this movie. I could see that. Jamie Lee Curtis, I actually, while watching it this time, I was like, you know what? I would like to have seen Michelle Williams be able to be give her a little more to do instead of just being the girlfriend. I would have been okay with her having to be the one to protect John for a while, with, yeah. while I don't know what Jamie Lee Curtis would have been doing in the moment. Yeah. But just, there was something about her. I love a moment where somebody has a moment where they're like, I gotta, um, I gotta protect my, my person. And she busted him in the face with that fucking rock, all in the face, and mm-hmm. ran away. I didn't like John. I'm just gonna say this. I have never liked movies where the children are mouthy as fuck to the parents it irritates the shit out of you said it she said listen john i know you got your smart mouth smart mouth from my side of the family but you're going too fucking far so she was getting him together like when he was being a smart aleck as she she should but i'm like girl smart Uh, mouth from your side of family bitch you was barely being a smart yeah that was more annie bitch because if you had a smart mouth you and annie would have been going toe to toe that well, that goes to my. I have a question. What do you think Laurie Strode's life was like after that? Because she could have probably went off the rails after Halloween too. Been like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna be smoking weed, bitch. I'm gonna be drinking. I'm gonna be fucking. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do probably. at this point because I got a taste of death and I want to live a little bit. So she, they probably was cussing up a storm in that house after that. Right. I think she wasn't the same person, obviously, because she dealt with trauma. For so long. So she probably rebelled. She probably became a whole different person. I can see her being um, not the same Lori, like the bookworm. I could probably see her maybe failing some classes because she's mm. trying to be somebody different. Kind of similar to Rob Zombie's Lori, but not to the extent where she's going crazy, cursing up a storm and cursing out her friends like not that type of trauma but i could see her going that direction with getting new friends becoming more of a a rebellious person and kind of more excited more of a different lori not so nice Mm -hmm. lori anymore so i see her more on that and versus her being like the scout teller compton lori in halloween 2 rob zombies um so yeah maybe she does have a smart mouth 
and we just didn't see that side of her. <laughs> I hated him, John. Couldn't yeah. stand him. Yeah, I mean, um, he was. Okay. I mean, he. He. Yeah, he was. He, uh, he, he, yeah, he was fine. He, this was his first movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was filming this and the faculty around the same time. But this was his first movie. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. The hair is the same. Okay. Yeah. He said it. He was like, he said literally, he got the job for the faculty first, and then he um got Halloween. But they were filming Halloween first, I believe. So he was filming Halloween, and then he went to record. Uh, I keep saying record. He went to film, go film um the faculty. So that's why he looks very similar with the hair and all that, and. A lot of people, and he also mentioned about like how a lot of people say that he should change up his hairstyle to look more. And he was like, no, I want to look like the everyday teenage boy that you would see. If I look too perfect and preppy, like I'm not, you know, I'm not going to identify with anybody else. I want to look like somebody that did roll out the bed and didn't really comb their hair and care about how they look in the morning because I want to look like that everyday boy that you would see in high school, which is fair. Him not brushing his hair is supposed to mean he's not preppy. I don't know. Comb your hair. Uh, <laughs> so I do have a question real quick. Okay, then we can just get into it. If you were to make the seventh movie for, Hall- for Halloween, what would you have, like, what would you have done? Like a real simple, quick, like, plot. Like, what would you want? Would you want Laurie? Would you want to be somebody else? So I would do something similar. I would have Lori, but I would keep, I would go after, I would continue after Halloween four. I would have Jamie included still. Um, Mm. I would have some confrontation between Jamie and Lori still faking her death um, and hidden and hiding it from Jamie. And that would kind of cause some family drama along with Michael Myers still being around um i would not have it set in california because even though i i I know they're trying to do like a fresh take on getting michael myers out of head and field but that's another thing in this movie that kind of messed it up for me because i'm just like how the fuck he traveled this far without anybody not noticing him he literally traveled no map no map no nothing he traveled from illinois to fucking california that's crazy where he get gas money oh i guess he killed people in the gas yeah. station but how he know how to turn the gas thing on to get to get okay so he could have killed people at right. the gas pump took in a credit card <laughs> that's too much that is too much um and i guess it, that's another confusing thing about the news clip clips in the beginning where you see dead bodies so i'm like is that dead bodies throughout the years and they didn't know it was michael myers and they're trying to tie it back to him mm-hmm. i don't know but anyway back to my side i know at one oh yes go ahead <laughs> I'm gonna just make it quick. So yeah, I would tie it to Jamie. Um, continue after Halloween four. Well, yeah, after Halloween four, Jamie's going through. Obviously, she's the new killer, whatever. Blah blah blah. Michael's still not dead though. Um, years later, obviously Jamie's older. She comes to uh not a battle, but she like a confrontation between her and Jamie uh Laurie Strode. And while this is happening in Haddonfield, still. Um, Michael Myers is still doing his thing and Jamie is having this battle between being on Lori's side or Michael's side. It's like a good and evil thing because she has Ooh. a taste of evil in her from obviously the events that happened in Halloween 4. 
but she has to struggle where that's her mama but her mom lied to her and said that she was dead and abandoned her for so long so there's this back and forthness what side she's choosing um she might even kill some people jamie where people's confusing that oh is it michael or is it jamie so it's gonna be like that type of feel that would be interesting if i did a seven okay i like yeah. that i would have i would watch that yeah it would have been drama it would have been you know michael myers still killing daniel harris would be fucking people up how she wanted to and um uh, Lori Stroll would be gagging because <laughs> she like my daughter's now coming after me and my brother like this is crazy that would have that would have been really interesting you could have had and you could have had Michael going after Lori and Jamie going after John like if you gave her another kid oh yeah if that was... she chose to raise at that point yeah because we always versus Jamie who she did not because we always make that joke about how Lori um abandoned her kids so <laughs> That can play a part in it. She has John, and Jamie could be like, hold the fuck up. Like, you forgot about me. I'm your daughter. Like, after all this time, you locked me away, didn't say nothing. And now, and it could be this whole thing. John can end up dying in this one. Jamie will kill John. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, it would yes. be, it would be, it would be wild. Ooh, now with that, I want that story to be told now. I'm getting chills. I like that. Yes. I'm not even going to bother making one up. I would say it needs to be set in Chicago, though, because I'm just like, at least make it realistic that he's going to be able to find her. Yeah, not no fucking... But uh, then it's a question of... <clears throat> Actually, no, I'll bring that up later. Okay. So we get to the opener. We got Marion Chambers, although she, apparently she got married because her name wasn't Chambers um, when the police got there. <clears throat> We're getting Mr. Sandman. He goes to her door. The door is not locked. She immediately is like, oh, mm -mm. I, I already know something's not right. Mm -hmm. So she peeks in and this is and she, <laughs> and she goes in a little bit and she's like, oh, oh, uh -uh. So no. she runs to her neighbors next door and she had she goes to wait with these teens and she call has them call the cops. A young Joseph Ooh. Gordon Levitt. Yes. Makes sense. Call the cops. Then she decides to let the teenagers go into the house, which I don't understand. No, that's fine. I would do the same thing. Oh, my God. And guess what his name was? <laughs> Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character. Lorel Jimmy. loves Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> we love it, Jimmy, bitch. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> we love it, Jimmy, bitch. They do this on purpose. They, they, they are. Do so they are. They want Jimmy goes over there. He sees their whole, their files all over the floor and shit. And then he goes to steal some beer and shit out of the kitchen. Fucks up her kitchen a little bit. Mm -hmm. He leaves. He goes to tell her everything's cool in there. They fucked up your place a little bit. She goes inside and she sees that what has been taken. The Lori Strode file has been taken. I immediately would have shit myself. Oh yeah, because I know what that means. Yeah. And she's looking around like, oh, ooh. <laughs> let me get up out of here and then she goes next door again to see the boys Michael oh and then we get a shot of Michael this problem number one 41 problem he's supposed to be 41 one. and I get teenager from him who Michael Myers in this movie yes okay. I don't get a 41 year old I get teenager with a wig and a mask on this is what I get 
a a movie and a crew that did not know what to do with this character. So they just put like five different masks on this character. So each scene, every time you see Michael Myers, he has a different mask on. Literally the first part when we see Michael Myers when he walks through that the, when he walks through the door is the Halloween six mask. Mm. Then after that, we get the standard H2O mask. Then after that, they call this other mask. It's like a hollow white mask, the K and B mask. I forgot why they called it that. Um, and I'm just like, why do we have like five different masks for Michael Myers? And you could tell the difference in each scene. So that took me out of it because I'm like, okay, that mask looks different. She hits Michael, he falls down. That's a different mask. So I'm like, what? What is happening? Like, <sighs> so, yes, I, I, this part does rem- remind me of the faculty too. When we first see him walk through the door, and the camera is pointed from a bottom angle, so you see him coming from the top. But it, it just, it did not feel like Michael to me. No, it's like they lost what Michael was—the spirit, the soul. Even though he doesn't have one, but it's law. Even when he's peering through windows at people, it Nothing. doesn't have the same feel. We have no POV shots. We have no stalking scenes, really. We have no creepiness. It's literally just this man wearing a mask, picking up knives, trying to kill people. It's it, we don't get the boogeyman. We don't get the shape in this, and that's and this again. This is a twenty-year anniversary sequel to the 1981 movie at least with that movie we got stalking we got you know the shape he still was the shape to me in that one and this here it's literally just a man in a white mask can we blame scream for that can we blame scream for this yep i'm blaming everybody (laughs) i'm wanting to live up to scream and be up there at the level with scream Mm -hmm. so I so I did see that there's a, there was a draft where one of John's friends, Charlie, was actually going to be the killer, like a copycat killer. Of yes, Michael. yes, I was going to bring that up, which would make sense because I would Jumanji. buy it if if he looks. Charlie and Jumanji, Allen, Young Allen. <gasps> you didn't know that? That's Young Allen. Young. Wait, yes. no, not young, because he's older and he's a little wait, older, older in this. One. He's older in this because Jumanji came out a few years prior. It to is Alan Parrish. That's Alan Parrish. The one that got beat up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's black in his eye. That's Alan Parrish. And um, I was excited when I was see- when I seen this when I was young because I love Jumanji. So I was like, oh shit, Alan Parrish is in this. Um The only Jumanji I will acknowledge, by the way. Oh, of course. I can't wait to talk about that movie. There's some horror elements in it. Um, there are. But, yes. I did. I remember him, I was watching The Making Up, and he did talk about that there was a draft, like you mentioned, that he was going to be a copycat killer. And what does that remind you of? Oh, Corey. Yes. Although I have Alan Parrish, I like you, but I don't. you weren't going to give me Corey. I, oh, no. It, just from We don't that, know that. Or at least from what I got, anyway. And then also Scream again, because Scream, even though it's not copycat, but you've got somebody else playing a different ghost face each time. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like you're putting somebody else underneath the Michael Myers mask. Um, it's also going to be like another Friday the 13th movie, 
because Friday Thirteenth had that oh, yeah. killer as well. I'm curious to know what it would have been like if he was a copycat killer and Lori's like, yo, this whole fucking entire time, like it wasn't my brother. But mm. I don't know. Maybe it would make sense, Mike, because if you even look, even when you look at Michael Myers, he got burnt up in Halloween too. Not a burn scar in sight. You can see this man eyeballs wide as day. Did he get shot in the eye by Lori in Halloween too? Both of them. Both of mm-hmm. them. So why are his eyes clearly intact? And he all up. It's not like he's hiding. He's all up in the corner right. of his you eyeballs. See it. You see it. His, his, <laughs> like literally those, that the mask, the eyes, the sockets literally look like that. <laughs> They're cut so wide. So you can see everything. So again, Y'all wasn't paying attention to Halloween 2. Y'all wasn't paying attention to what Michael Myers supposed to be slash the shape. Y'all, di- this is a tie into 2. Where's, again, the burn scars. Where's at least black in his eyes so you can't see his Dermatologists eyes. can do many things. Oh, so Michael did this You are not going to make me break this movie lower within it. You are not making me take I'm this just, out of my ranking and put it at lower. Love, okay, I'm sorry. Not I'm not trying to do that to you, but <laughs> I'm just stating facts and reasons why for me, even though it's my top five, and I would love this have this like number two or number three, but for me, this is more Lori's movie. They paid more attention to her than Michael Myers himself. So it would have been better if it was a copycat Michael Myers because they could have got away with all that shit. Because Michael Myers is he burnt up, right? Yeah. Josh, uh, I said Josh. Um, John said that he said you watched him burn, and if this was copycat, it would have made sense why he didn't have the scars, why you could see his eyes and all that stuff. So. Maybe they just fucked up. Um. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so what now? Um. <laughs> um. So the bear. Marin's dead. Oh yeah. She gets killed, and to me, this literally to me feels like and sounds like the opening to the faculty where the gym mm-hmm. teacher or the coach is going after the principal. That's literally what it feels like to me in this house with Marion. It does. I was she ends up killed. Yeah, I hit him at least once or twice, girl, or whatever. But Let me ask you a question. Nurse Marion in this movie or Nurse Marion in Halloween Kills? <laughs> this is the same actress, by the way. So, it is. It yes. is. I like her attitude she was kind of given in this movie. Mm-hmm. She's given very like, I'm so fucking tired of these patients and um, putting kills. I mean, she's carrying, she got a gun on her. She just kills. And when she goes, oh, oh, it makes me laugh. So I. <laughs> she was the first to say evil dies tonight in Halloween kills. She was the first one to say it. This is for know, Dr. Loomis. Questions. It's a hard, it's, that is a hard question. Which one I prefer? You know what? No, I'm going to give this one to H2O because Same. the way she immediately ran out that damn door. Yes. I'm gonna give it, she was stumbling and everything. Like, I don't give a fuck if I fall. I need to get up out this house. So yes. I, I give it to her. And she fought family. back. She ran. Yes. She had a little attitude because when she was smoking, he said, you know, chain smoking kills. She said, well, yeah, but they're all dead. Like she had a sense yes. of humor. So um, I liked her a little bit more in H2O. It was nice seeing her in Kills, though. 
It was. And I like when she busted the window, it was basically like, I'm over here, you dumb bitches, to the cops. They didn't know where she was at. All right, another problem. How they literally just walked in. You did not hear fucking glass shatter. Yes. And you didn't see, you you look in, you see the broken window, and the car pulls out of that exact driveway and rolls out, and you don't think to stop that. that car. Right. Listen, I'm not saying the movie makes sense. I'm just saying I, it's entertaining <laughs> for me. Okay. So then we then, then we get the opening credits of the very like detective. We get John. Oh my god, I'm mixing up everybody's name. Doctor Loomis, like some uh, um like audio of him des- describing Michael, basically. Yes, the voiceover. And we're seeing all the newspaper clippings and photos of Michael and all his wrongdoings and Laurie surviving and and allegedly dying. So uh, in a car accident. Didn't I think did they mention Halloween four that she died in a car accident or something like that? Or she died. So maybe this is a tie into four and she did neglect Jamie because she mm. allegedly died. She moved, changed her name. Mm. I so I will say she left Jamie because she figured Mike was going to come after her. So let me protect this child. And guess what? And, <laughs> he um, did though. He came. It after didn't her. work. It didn't work. Uh, <laughs> okay. So what do you think? Oh, I already asked that. Do you like the idea of making this a direct sequel to Halloween Two, or like- do you wish it tied into Four, like you were just mentioning, like with Jamie? I like the idea of two, um, but I'm curious to know what they would have done with four, um, like how I wanted it. But I like the idea of two. Again, this movie would have been perfect to me if they just took out a few things. The whole Scream soundtrack, one being that, two, um, making Michael Myers the shape again, yes, and making it make sense. Mm. So I understand they wanted Lori to move away and have this whole new life. But I find it hard to believe that Michael Myers found his way to her all the way from Illinois to California throughout the years. And if he's killing yeah. people throughout the years and nobody was able to track him and find him, that's... Mm. Um, so those are my three problems. But if you rewrote those things, it made it so true to what Halloween what you know is, then I think this movie would have been perfect because Laurie Strode was great in this. You know, like I believed, yeah, I believed her, um, you know, her traumatic, you know, how she's acting because of the traumatic events in um, Halloween one and two. And I believe it or not, I, I prefer this Laurie Strode over Halloween 2018's Laurie Strode, um, as far Me as too. how she's dealing with trauma. But, <laughs> um, yeah, like. Those things, if they just fixed it, I think this movie would have been perfect. So I like the idea of them making this a direct um, sequel to Halloween 2. But if you don't have those things right, then why do it? I like I do, I do like it as a direct sequel. Um, I like that, you know, in the first two movies, we got a Lori who can kind of... She's obviously very timid and terrified. She's a child. But now we get to see her 20 years later as a 37 Maybe 30, she was 17 and 20 years later. Okay, yeah, 37 year old. She's Whoa. our age now. <clears throat> That's wild. And she's the head mistress. of the fucking academy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a head mistress. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not going to tell a joke that just pops into my head. I'm not going to do that. Do it. 
no no um but yeah i you know i love my final girls with a little oomph to them so this lori for me this was when i was like oh 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 oh, okay i see you this this is this is what i need this right here is what i need um because i'm trying to think this came out in 98 or did it come out in 99 and when did scream 3 come out it came out in 98 scream 3 that's a good question because to me, I'm drawing parallels between Sydney and Scream Three and Miss Laurie. I think at the end, Scream Three let's, came out ninety nine or two thousand. Did it come Scream out two thousand? Scream Three release. I feel like two thousand sounds right. Yeah, I feel like it came out two thousand. Like, yeah, I knew it came out. Like now, early. I guess when it was filmed is what really matters. But right to me, it's very similar in the sense like. Yeah, in the other movies, they fought back. But in these movies, they were fed to fuck up. And like, okay, only one of us is getting out of here alive at this point. See, I'm Mike, not, I'm not, and it ain't about to be me. So this, this is where I go back to our conversation and the first Halloween discussion that we had. Remember I was saying um, how Lori, Annie, and Linda wasn't really fighting back or anything because they mm. weren't aware of what was going on. Michael Myers yes. was just sneaking up on them, getting them. Lori, after Halloween 1 and 2, now at this point, know about her brother. Yes. So now that she's able to fight back because she know what she's up for. She knows what she's, you know, about to get herself into. So this is where we get, fuck this shit, I'm fighting the fuck back in a way where I'm not going to be running away anymore. I'm running towards you. So yes. this is where, where Sydney gained most of that in the first two movies because she had a bunch of chances. Lori didn't have those chances in the first True. two movies. Sydney got away like a couple times where she was able to build up our, this is what I'm going to have to do, prepare myself. So <clears throat> so when the climax came, she was able to fight back like how we would want her to. Right. So, yeah. I, this That's Lori true. is a little... She She definitely... After the first move, well, after the first encounter with Ghostface, which I don't think is a real encounter because he was not trying to kill her in that first meeting. <laughs> but um, at that point, you know somebody's out there and about trying to get you, so you're on you're on edge. You're worried about it. This, I would almost argue, actually, they're both kind of fucked up. But this one to me is worse because you. This was twenty years ago, and if you think about it. It was only one night she had to deal with Michael Myers in this timeline. Mm -hmm. So she don't know that, oh, he's going to come back Halloween. Literally, she could just be thinking for 20 years, I don't know when this motherfucker's going to show up. That's what she's doing. It could be any day, any point in time. I just don't know. And to me, that is... It just so happened... It almost, to her, it just so happened to be Halloween. Yeah. It just it's a worse feeling on the holiday, but he could show up whenever in as far as she's concerned. Right. That's why I'm conflicted, because even though I do like this version of Lori better, just by you saying it, it just put you know, set off a light bulb. In Halloween twenty eighteen, maybe that's why she was the way she was, because he could come anytime. So she had to stay prepared because she don't know. Mm-hmm. He could break out at any time. It don't have to be Halloween. He could break out anytime. And she's watching the news like, when is it gonna be that time? Um, but then at the same time, it would have made more sense if he wasn't locked up and she was acting that way because she is preparing for his visit anytime versus him being locked up 
and she's acting, you know, let me prepare just in case he, you know, escapes jail again. Like, I would rather have that 2018 version of Lori if Michael was already out in the belt for 20 years because she's ready. Like if he wasn't locked up. If he wasn't locked up. So she's ready for whenever time he shows up at that door, you know? But, um, which I, but I guess they tried to explain that because he got away in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So who's to say he can't escape again? And I think specifically is because he was being transferred somewhere. Right. And so she was like, oh, okay, let me go up to this fucking prison or whatever the hell he was, the hospital. And um, let me just watch. Let me just make sure the bus, she probably should have followed the bus if she was trying to make sure it was well, get to where it needed to go. She did. In one draft of that movie, she followed the bus and she actually caused the crash. So that would have been interesting. So, but they cut that out for I forgot what reason, but they said she actually followed the bus when she was watching him and she was drinking in the car and she was already a little drunk. <clears throat> so when mm-hmm. she was trying to follow it, she caused the crash and she was the one the reason why Michael escaped. That would have been so interesting because it's almost like it, it's almost like you put it out into the universe by you not trying to handle your trauma. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of, it, 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 well, no, because it, at that point she was trying to make sure everything was going through. It's like the, the obsession of it all is what ended up putting her in that situation again. Yep. I think that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know why they Versus didn't stick Sartan with that. getting his head smashed. Right. Like, I mean, that was a good shot. I like Another that. Corey. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good shot. Yeah. But other than that, like we didn't talk. But yeah. Okay. Let's see. Where we at? Um, so we meet Lori's son, John. I think their relationship is interesting because it seems like he's been taking care of her or watching after her for a while. Like he knows that she has night terrors. Yeah. He knows because she has a lot of medication in the medicine cabinet. So he knows what medications to give her when she's whenever whatever situation is. Um, he knows about the story of michael and what happened to her 20 years ago so he probably feels very protective of her but he's probably also sick of it because it's been 20 years and this motherfucker hasn't popped up kind of reminded me of karen a little bit in 2018 Mm -hmm. i was re-watching some of these movies after watching later ones it kind of makes you think about some things because it's similar stories similar stories and i think david gordon green was paying attention to a lot of those um older movies so he's putting a little bit little bits and pieces of everything from the sequels we love most of us love at least (laughs) and putting it into the the newer films so i mean that could be part of it he probably got some inspiration from john and put it inside the newer ones we also meet John's friends. We got Molly, who is Michelle Williams. We have Sarah, I believe. I don't remember her name, but she was on Vampire Diaries mm-hmm. in one of the later seasons. I love her. Um, She's so pretty. And Alan Parrish is Charlie. Yeah. And so basically what's going on, there's a school trip going to Yosemite, um, which in one of the drafts there was there was going to be there's no trip there there's like a party or a dance or something so the all the students are still there but they changed it which i think adds to it because it creates like this isolated feeling like mm-hmm. uh it's just five or six of us on this campus versus there being however many students and but i kind of low-key wish we had that like i like isolation but at the same time i want to see if it was a dance michael just 
You wanted a, a bus moment for Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the school dance. But at the dance. <laughs> like Michael just come on the dance floor and everybody just like, and this is in the eight and this is in the nineties. So we won't have cell phones and social media shit. You know, they can't fool their phones out. It's giving Lotho some Buffy the Vampire. Yes. It's literally giving dance. that everybody's gagging. It was like, <laughs> Oh my, he definitely doesn't go here. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now I want to see it. <laughs> and then Michael just, they're but getting... the only thing about that, that was a lot. I saw it and it was like, okay, but some there's a helicopter that swoops down and they have to rescue the students. I'm like, there's a lot of kids. Wait, what? Is this That's demons? a little much. Is this demons with a fucking helicopter like crash through the fucking thing out of nowhere? Because <laughs> they can't get out of the school, so they got to get a helicopter to get them out. So it was, yeah, it was that was a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. So, but I like what they did with it. Um, <laughs> We also find out I have to start calling her Carrie. Carrie Tate instead of Lori. It's mm-hmm. gonna be hard. Carrie has a secret relationship with the guidance counselor at the academy, who I think looks like George Clooney a little bit. He's fine though. Um, he is. He can get a little something and I like in between him. periods. I liked him. I liked him until later. I was like, "You worthless motherfucker!" You. I say that my brother's here. Did you see him? When she put the kids away, and she's like, "Okay, we need to try to live." And she got the gun, and he's he's just like, "Oh, here, what do we do? What do we do?" I mean, I get it. You've never been in that situation before, but I need you to relax. Because I mean, this is your brother. You relax. First of all, this is your brother doing the most. So you handle that shit, bitch. And then second, I think they set it up like that because we are so used to um, men being in charge yes. and saving the women. This time we have Lori like sit back. I got this shit. You know what I mean. So I'm I'm okay mm. with that. I'm fine. We don't always need a man to save the day. And to be fair, Doctor no, Loomis and Doctor Loomis saved Lori twice. We had a man save her twice. That is true. So how about you know she put herself in the middle for a change? Oh, I don't mean the whole movie. I'm just saying I need you to relax, baby. You cannot be being all high strung in this moment. It's not realistic. But what yes, that's what I was. First of all, if, if I, Mike, you literally, I need my man to people. be calm. Okay, I need my man calm. I don't need you high strung, making me nervous because you all hyper and shit. And she's already first of all, Lori's already um high strung and kind of like alert at this moment. Like she's already panicking. So I guess he may make it worse. But at the same time, we don't know. Like he doesn't know what's happening. He's like, this motherfucker could pop out anywhere. I don't know. Like is he like? I'm okay with it. It's fine. I'm like, you know what? Uh, we're gonna go. You get in the closet with these kids, bitch. Just stay in the closet. You crack me up. There's a deleted scene <laughs> where, and I felt for him a little bit. Um, I see why they took it out though. Oh, when um, <laughs> when he was he was carving a pumpkin with Lori. It was like when he came over and they were like talk. When she revealed to him about her being Lori's yes. girl. But before this, she was being standoffish. So he was telling a story um about how he has trust issues because when he was younger, um his mom would be with other guys in fidelity situation and the dad came home early one day and seen the mom canoodling with another man while he was there so obviously it was a fight and he said his parents got back together but his dad always blamed him for not saying anything to him oh because he was there the whole time and he said that trauma stuck with him because he always had trust issues because 
him dealing with that and seeing that. So he was trying, and he told that to Lori, and Lori, Lori hit him with. It's crazy. And he was just like, "So yeah, we all went into her story." She, no, she didn't even say anything to her story. She this is when she was still hiding. She was just like, "Well, we all." Oh. And he was just like, "Well, we all think had things in her past." And she's like, "Yes, we do." So anyway, about that pumpkin, like this is when she wasn't saying shit. So yes. eventually, that's when she opened up a little <laughs> later on. So she was being standoffish and private about her situation. He was trying to open up to her, and she just wasn't having it. She just hit him with the damn that's crazy. <laughs> and she really said it. Crazy. Like she really said that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you need to find that clip when she said that's crazy. It takes me out because when people say that now, they're like, and when they keep saying it, that means they're uninterested. <laughs> when you have people keep talking over and over again, and you just say, "Damn, that's crazy." That means shut Ooh. the fuck up. What do you think is the length of time that somebody needs to stop talking when they're telling, like, in a situation? It depends. Like, how long can they go without letting you say anything? That depends. It depends on the um, circumstances and the, what you're saying. Because if you're telling me a story like what this guy was telling Lori. I'm going to let you talk because you're trauma dumping on me and that's fine. You know, I'm just here to listen to you. But if you're rambling and things are just not making sense and you're kind of just like all over the place, you got like maybe a minute and a half, two minutes with me and that's it. <laughs> that's it. And I can't talk because I ramble a lot, as you guys can tell on here. But, um, you know, it's okay if you talk over me or tell me to shut the fuck up. I won't take offense to it. Mm. I'm fine. How about you? That's crazy. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I've been working on patience. I have a few minutes of listening. But if I try to jump in and then you keep, then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Then I'm a zone out at that point. Mm. And my face is just like. (laughs) That's me with drunk people. Like when I'm sober and everybody else is drunk and they be talking long periods of time. I'm just like. Oh, yeah. I'm moving. (laughs) I'm a. Okay. I'm I'm a talkative drunk sometimes. If you get enough liquor in me, I'm definitely like. Just rambling and talking about shit. A lot. Yeah, you can't be the sober one around drunk people. You got to be a little tipsy too, mm-hmm. so that everything can flow. Yes. It's, if I'm tipsy or just sober, it's not going to work. I'm leaving early. We then meet LL Cool J, who's looking fine in this. Um, yes, Ronnie at the academy. Ronnie is an aspiring erotic. Writer, his scenes with his wife had me cracking up. Hearing her on the other end of the line, <laughs> listening to his his stories and, and, and her reacting to it and responding. First of all, she was like, "This ain't gonna work out, baby. You need to get another job. You yes. need to do something." You're like, "We're paying the bills, but, aren't we?" <laughs> but the second time he was doing it, she was getting a little turned on listening to it. Oh yeah, he's like, "Baby, I'll call you back." She's like, uh-uh, I want to hear the rest of this. <laughs> yes. She rubbed the tips of her nails on the, each nipple as they grew harder and harder. <laughs> her round melon breast. Round melon! 
But what I just found out was that he's always been a fan of Halloween movies, and his mother took him to see the original when he was nine years old at the theater. How dope is that? Being a fan of something and then actually starring in a movie that you've been a fan of for so long. Like, imagine us doing this, right? And then, like, they do the Halloween TV TV series and Mm -hmm. we're able to do, like, a a spot on there or something like that. Like, how fucking crazy is that as a fan and then you be a part of something? That's why I love, like, like, kudos to, like, Dead Me and all the, like, other YouTubers and stuff that got a chance to be a part Mm -hmm. of, like, horror films and stuff because they've been fans of it. And for them to get, like, a small spot and just onto something so big um that's a lot man like i would be ecstatic i like i we talk about these movies we love them so much and we are huge fans of them and then to be a part of something rather how small it is um it's still worth and means a lot so i'm putting that into the universe so if you were in halloween resurrection you it would be your top pick in your ranking i'm not being biased like if the movie's like i will i'll be nice about it but (laughs) if the movie's trash the movie's trash but if i had a spot in there like sure like cool it'll be dope but i'm not going to say the movie's in my (laughs) top three um but yeah go ahead and put us in the halloween movie we i'm well bobby can act i don't know if i might just need to be an extra (laughs) And not have any It's been lines. a long time since I act. I only did three projects, one movie, and that's that that doesn't mean nothing. That doesn't mean anything. So <laughs> um we can do it. We can just be ourselves. We can be investigative journalists. Oh true. <laughs> we can. Why not? I'll be flirt with Michael, so I can't do that. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> so what makes you're you gonna be tick. you're gonna be like Linda, see anything you like. <laughs> But instead, you of, your, strong, but instead okay? of your titties, you just pull down your pants and show a little cake. A little bit. <laughs> See anything just a you like. <laughs> Butt cleavage. Right. Crack. I, you may need to bottom try. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Who need the bottom, Michael? Yes. Oh, child. I don't see Michael Myers. <laughs> I mean, That's the. I like seeing the really butch masculine quote-unquote ones getting bitched out i I enjoy that very much so i do too but i don't know and i've recently gotten into straight men getting pegged by women that's been really enjoyable i'm not watching that that doesn't do anything for me you should i'm okay i'm fine (laughs) okay i don't know how i got here but um so um John and his friend, and well, the kids are basically planning on staying at the school while the rest of the class goes on a trip so they can have another foursome situation like the original. Mm-hmm. And um, so the boys, Charlie and John, they leave the campus, I think, to get something to drink or some shit for later that night. Meanwhile, Carrie is having her heart-to-hearts with Will in, like, a cafe or something. Yeah. But this shit cracked me up, because I was like, this sound like my mother. But they're walking down the street, and you just hear, John, what are you doing? What are you What the fuck are you doing? She was cussing him out on the street. So, this whole... I loved it. All right, so I love the whole... Obviously, so there's a couple things in this scene here that I like so much. So, one of the things I point out when uh, Carrie was about to meet her... What's her her man name again? I forgot. Will? Will. I think it's Will. 
when she was meeting him and then the little kids was like ran past her and it scared her jamie lee curtis said this before she said when she gets scared or jump scares she smile or she laughs and if you watch the first one when sherry brackett scared her she had to cover her mouth and she had like a little smirk <laughs> and this one <laughs> and this one when the kid scared her she did like a little side smile like <laughs> so she smiles when she's scared um or when she's mm-hmm. frightened and i noticed that um and then also i liked that when she was inside the um cafe or whatever and she <laughs> wanted another martini or whatever she's like can i get another one please and he looked at her drink she was like today like bitch <laughs> like why are you judging me what i'm drinking give me another one yes my glass is full and i'm gonna want another one like hello you know, it's a stressful day for me. Yeah. Okay. So just let me drink. Mm-hmm. And which I, I am wondering how concerned the son and Will are because she drinks a lot, apparently, is what they're implying. And she's, which her taking medication to me is not like a red flag to me. That just, no, she's dealing with shit. Well, I don't even know what the hell the medication was, really. I couldn't make out what the medication was in the medicine cabinet. Right. But either way, I think the drinking is probably more yeah. of a concern. But she's but it's, it's Halloween. Like, it's Halloween and she's not like a drunk. Like we're not seeing her fall all fall all over the place at, like being a lush or anything. No. She's literally just having drink to cope. That would be interesting. With maybe her anxiety. Like she's been chilling this whole time. Um also the kids are gone or leaving. And so she's thinking, let me get this start the night out right, right. and take a little swigs. Give but, me some give me some Jameson. Yes. But I love the part when it does remind me of my mom. So she was like, Charlie, can you, here's the keys. Can you go wait in the car? What the fuck you think you were doing? <laughs> I was just having a little off campus lunch. <laughs> He's still a smart ass. Right. I don't think I feel comfortable with you talking to me. Like, oh, I. <laughs> but I will say. John, bitch. Yeah. John. Go ahead. No, John, he does have a smart mouth. But when he was arguing with Lori, Saying like, um, I'm not res- like, mom, I'm not responsible for you. She like, just give me one day. He said, I gave you my whole fucking life. Like Michael Myers is dead. Like I don't have to be dealing with this. Like I'm been dealing with this for 17 years. Just give me like, just give me this one. Day okay, with my Karen. Friend. Oh, all right. You've been dealing with this 17 <laughs> years, John. Shut up. You have no sympathy for the kids, but you have to understand. I'll probably be feeling the same way. Like. Bitch, I'm not like yeah, you're my mom, but after a while, like I need to live my life too. I can't just be babying you, taking care of you the whole entire time. You're not even old enough where I have to take care of you that way yet. You know? So now you're babying me saying I can't go to school trips, I can't hang out with my friends to do this because you're scared that your brother that hasn't shown up on your doorstep for twenty years is coming to get me. Like, come the fuck on. And look what happened. Your ass crying like a little bitch (laughs) because you're getting chased. So you should have listened to me. (laughs) <laughs> that's all i'm saying listen to your mothers yeah unless she's not making sense then <laughs> yeah I, I just i can understand his frustration but i'm also like let's pay attention to what the fuck i'm talking about you're off campus you're not listening take your ass back to that damn school mm-hmm. and sit down somewhere but I guess t- you, you are rambunctious too. You were sneaking out and shit too. So you understand this. Who? This is why. You. <laughs> this is exactly why. This is why you understand him. Because, like, you. Whatever. I'm not going to explain that again. <laughs> yes, I did sneak out a lot as a teenager and I had a lot of fun. 
Um, but the thing is, like, I, I get it. I just get it. Not because of the whole sneaking out thing. I just get the part of being, I feel like when you're a parent and I'm not a parent, but this is, I have friends that were, um, that had parents that were strict with them. So when they finally had that freedom, they were wild and out in a way because everything was so contained. Their parents never let them live and let them do things that they should be doing as teenagers and experience things on their own. So when they finally get a chance to break out or rebel, it's heightened. It's to the extreme. So um, things sometimes don't end up too well in those situations. And I feel like with John... Like them Amish kids. Yeah. Or maybe even like, not even just Amish kids, but like very like strict Catholic type household situations. Um I had a friend that literally she, her parents was be home by this time. You can't go out, can't do this after school, come straight home. You can't hang out with your friends. And it was like this literally until she graduated high school. As soon as she graduated high school, she was having a good old time (laughs) and out in the world. Yeah. There there definitely needs to be a balance. Yeah. It can't just be strict 24 seven. We, I forgot to mention the, the damn moment with Michael at the damn bathroom. Oh, yes. Like the public bathroom, which feels very, it seems like David Gordon Green got inspiration from that as well. He did say that. He said that was, um, he was doing homage to the bathroom scene in H2O in 2018. But he took it up a notch. I personally think he should have taken them out. But I mean, if you're trying to get bodies, body count high. Are you talking about on this one? Kill a little girl and a mama? Yes. <gasps> Spiders! At least a mama. And then leave the little girl by herself? Uh... No, the way Michael looked. No, I mean, I haven't worked out the kinks of it. <laughs> I'm cracking up. No, the way Michael. <laughs> when they first went inside the bathroom stalls and the mom noticed that somebody was in the bathroom with them. Um, and she's looking through the thing and the way my first of all, the way Michael took the bag, I was cracking up. And then when she was looking through the little crack, the way he looked back like, bitch, you better try to do something. Thought so. And then walked yeah. away. <laughs> Cause he looked back like he was just like, I want her to try to come out this bathroom stall. I'm gonna get her the fuck out of here. And she didn't because she knew better. And you know what? It almost felt like he was only killing if it was necessary or specific. Because I'm like, why wouldn't you kill them? Like, you killed the teens in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, I understand why you killed Marion, I guess. But, like, you just let these people go. He walks past LL Cool J getting inside the academy, which is what we're talking about next. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. This would have been the, the better if, if it was a, a, a copycat killer. And I think that's why they were still going that route. Because this ain't the same Michael in Halloween 1 and 2. Michael would got LL Cool J the fuck out of here. He would have got probably that lady in the bathroom out of here. Probably spirit the little girl, but he would have got that lady out of here in the bathroom. So, like, mm. that's why I feel like it's a different Michael Myers. Like, it doesn't feel like the same Michael Myers to me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The kids leave for the trip. The buses go off. Uh, Carrie, she's watching it, assuming her child is on the the damn bus and leaving um and she's also locking down the school yes <clears throat> and she runs oh, wait. i'm lying 
Norma. She runs into Norma, yes. Her assistant, yes. I believe. Her mom, well, her real life mama. Her real life mama, Janet Lee. And I didn't notice this when I first watched really? this back in the day. No, I didn't notice that. And I didn't notice that they were playing the psycho theme and that was the car. The like, car, I didn't notice that at all. The license plate. When I first seen this. And her name yeah. is like Norman, but Norma. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of reference there. And then it's it's also a cute scene because she even speaks to Carrie and just like, hey, can I be maternal with you for a second? And Which is funny because that's her real life mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also brings up the quote from the first Halloween saying, everyone's entitled to one good scare. And I'm just like, I just love everything about the scene because Psycho, you pay homage to that. This is a mother-daughter uh, scene together. You got a ref- reference mm-hmm. from the first movie. The reason why Jamie Lee Curtis was hired in Halloween is because of Janet Lee being in Psycho. So it's pretty much just like paying it forward and showing appreciation for psycho and you know janet lee and it was just a, a a great scene between the two i liked it i don't like to see you like this i've seen you like this before and we've all had bad things happen to us the trick is to concentrate on today what do i know you just take care of yourself okay thank you very much we'll see you Monday. It might have been the most, it was a little heartfelt moment. Mm-hmm. I think the only one really. Uh, well, maybe there's one later. Before I kind of laughed during it. Anyway, um, when <laughs> the moment where she sends Molly and John um, off in the car, and he's like, Molly, Molly, I'll be right behind you. I chuckled a little bit, oh. but it was a heart, supposed to be a heartfelt moment. I mean, I would be like that with my mom too, though. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Imagine your mom going out there doing that, and like, obviously that's your mom. You care, and she's just like, "Just go, I got this." I'll be crying like that for my mom too. Um, I don't lie. I'm not. I'm not leaving my mama there by herself. (laughs) This is not going to happen. But you're fucked up, so you're gonna be hopping like being like the bitch from Low Down Dirty Shame. No, I'm coming to get you, sucker. Which like, don't make me hop (laughs) after you. When she popped off the lake. That way. was another thing. So now he's teleporting. Wait, where are you teleporting? When he caught up... To, okay, we're skipping. Hold on. So now Michael, he sneaks back past LL, gets into the gate. You can tell he's been driving for a while because the truck is, like, fuming and shit from the best. Smoke everywhere coming from the truck. And this is the truck that he stole from it's the lady inside. in the restroom. Yes. And so... Carrie is locking up the school, locking up her office, and she walks outside, and it's nighttime now. And she sees what it looks like to us is Michael Myers, like the silhouette in the background. And it comes closer, and it's Will. Okay, so they're about to get their fuck on, maybe. (laughs) But they go, they're going to do their own thing, and they're having, I think they're drinking, you know, having a heart-to-heart, some conversation. Um... He really looks like George Clooney to me. I wonder if he's related to him. Probably. They're both fine. And this is a, this is a scene where Carrie reveals who she is. Mm-hmm. Not a soaking clock. Not a soaking clock. Not a soaking clock. Not a soaking clock. 
to Will. And Will wasn't giving a fuck at this moment. He was just like, oh, that's nice. Take off your clothes. And she was like, no, bitch, I'm serious. I'm very strong. Like, you don't know who I am. And he and I thought it was also <laughs> interesting. He heard of Michael Myers. Yeah. He was like, yeah, everybody knows that story. I'm like, all the way out here in California, everybody knows about somebody who killed how many people? Probably six, set. Well, no, that hospital had a few people. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 10 people, 11 people. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's a big thing. Um, so they go through that. Let me see. Oh, so this is another reason I like this because I do like having a reason, even if it's stupid and convoluted. So they're talking about it. And he was like, this was 17 years ago, right? Yeah. Or when did this happen? And she was like, on my 17th birthday. And then she realizes John is 17. And also Judith was killed when she was 17, 17 yeah. by Michael. How she didn't put this together already sooner, I don't know. Because I, I guess his birthday already had passed. So when he asked, like, how old were you? And she just looked up at the birthday card that John had from his father. Um, she looked in. She's like 17 because she looked at the 17. She's like, oh, shit. Like, I'm now putting two and two together. <laughs> like, yes. And now it makes me wonder. So it's not like he comes after you on your 17th birthday. But he comes after you if you're 17 and it happens to be Halloween. It's a little confusing, but I was like, okay, give me something. There's no reason to for work it. with here. It's just a coincidence that everybody was 17. And then I also felt like maybe he should have been chasing after John if it was fo- supposed to be focused on it. It could have just been a coincidence because honestly, he was looking for her. Yeah. It's not like he knew. Well, if maybe in the file it showed he, she had a son. Yeah, but he's not worrying but, about the um, son. He's just like, I want Lori. She got away twice. <laughs> I wonder her after 20 years. You know what? And there wasn't really any stalking of Lori at all in this. It really was just like, I'm, boom, boom, here I am, motherfucker. I'm up in the bitch. Vision. And I'm here to kill seeing, people. She was just seeing visions. And that was really it. There was really no stalking at all. I have a vision of love. <laughs> I'm going to make this a Mariah night. Oh, please, um, please don't. Don't. I, I, bitch, I heard, <laughs> you was about to. Don't do it. Don't, please. When y'all listen to this, no, I when you to edit tweet the, Bobby, when, when you edit the episode, do not, Bobby, <laughs> do not, do not. I want y'all to tweet Bobby Torres with a Z, not an S. Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." When y'all listen to this episode, go ahead and tweet them. Please don't. <laughs> if you tweet me that, you're being blocked. I don't care who you are. I'm blocking everybody. Don't tweet me all I want for Christmas. Don't tweet me it's time. Don't tweet me anything. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I hate it so much. Oh my God. Okay, so now we, we, we're at the, with the, the teenagers now. The four of them, they're drinking, they're having a little... I don't. I honestly would, would have been like, um, maybe we should just went to this party. Even though some of them couldn't go. But... Charlie Charlie goes question. Off, Alan do you yes. do you care about these characters? Do you care no. about these friends? Do you care about I literally only care about Laurie Strode in this right. <laughs> that is and LL a little bit. And LL yes. a little bit. Yes. Everybody else. John, I don't care about that much. 
I liked Molly, so maybe. Mm -hmm. But it's not like we learned that much about the other three at all. And I think in another draft, Sarah was supposed to, I think Sarah was his girlfriend or something. And Mm -hmm. she was doing like a report and did like a um, presentation on the story, not knowing that that was Laurie Strode. And that kind of stirred things up for her. See, I like that. that I'm like, why? Like, I like that idea. <laughs> That's sucky. So they're there. There's candles. Charlie leaves. He doesn't return for a while. Then Sarah goes after him. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Charlie. So we have this little tense moment where he drops um, a bottle opener in the garbage disposal. And so one of those things, like, you always just, like, I is somebody's hand going about to get mangled yeah. in this thing? Michael's standing behind him. Horrible. All right. You about to skip some shit again. That mask, Michael. Yes. CGI. I mean. So bad. No, there's no excuse. When we get that close-up shot and you see, like, the CGI mask, it's just like, why? Um, They talked about it a little bit on the making of. They said something about the reason why the mask changed so much because they had to do reshoots and they were only allowed. So when you see like that hollow K and B mask or whatever, those were the reshoots because they had to go back and redo some things and they just couldn't get the other mask back for whatever reason. Um, So the problem with this scene is that they had that mask, but they were trying to make it look like that one that was being used throughout the rest of the film. So mm. they edit that on there, but it just made it fuck worse. Um, I have a question. Yes. Is there something rights wise that prevented people from using the mask from the original? No, they just don't know how to do it. They just don't know how to do it because you have to think about it at that time. um, Well, I guess in the 90s they did, they were making Michael Myers masks, but they didn't look like they literally just look like, you know, random masks. Like they don't look good for a movie. So I don't understand why they just couldn't follow the same concept and getting the Captain Kirk mask, spray painting it, you know, peeling off the hair. I don't understand why they couldn't just follow those steps or why was it a struggle? I don't understand why they just didn't go with the Halloween 6 mask like they did in the beginning of this film. They should have just stuck with that one since that was the most um, realistic looking mask out of the ones that they chose to use throughout the rest of this film. but. Um, yeah, I don't know. Another fun fact, too, about this scene is Jamie Lee Curtis wanted uh, Charlie to get his hands mangled. But she said, mm. we want you, we want, she said, we're going to chop off your hands. And Charlie was like, all right, I guess that's fun. She said, yeah, we're going to do it. Um, and then they decided against it because they wanted the suspense. So we have a off screen kill with Charlie. Um, it was, well, yeah. Yeah, just run it into him, and then that's it. CGI mask, and the next time you see Charlie, he's dead in the dumbwaiter with his throat slashed. But I would like to see his hands get mangled up in here, which was also used in Halloween Ends. When Remember, Lori was about to get her hands inside the the garbage disposal? Oh, and, yes. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch that fight scene again when we get done with this. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that was, it was a death. Then Sarah comes to look for him. She goes over to the dumbwaiter. His body's in there. Michael shows up behind her. She hops into it immediately. 
He's swiping at her. She pulls herself up as she's crawling out. He does something where the shit starts to fall and it falls on her fucking leg. Yeah, he cuts the rope from the bottom and it smashes However, girl, you're not going to tell me that boy's leg was that damn heavy that you could not get your ass out of that dunwater. Did you not see her leg? Are you talking about before it got smashed? Before, before it got, right, before, like, she was trying to get out of it. Yeah, you're right. And her leg was literally under his kneecap. So It wasn't. Like, what? No. That was an excuse for her leg to get stuck. And I, they could have just said her boot could have got stuck in between, like, I don't know, maybe it got stuck in between, like, the middle part of the Dunwader and the exit part. Um, like a little crevice or something, it probably got stuck in, or maybe, or maybe on her way out, he just cut the rope and it smashed her. They could have just went with something right. simple like that. Literally, as she was leaving, he cut, hurry up and cut the rope. Bam, smashed her fucking leg. Her leg didn't have to get stuck on his body. It didn't. It didn't make sense. But here we are. Her <laughs> legs fucked up. She's crawling slowly on the floor. He shows up. It's just so not. I'm not moving this movie from second place. I'm telling you right it's now. It's a good scene, though. I like this part. You didn't like it? Um, she, She's pleading. It's just... It didn't feel like a... Like you said, it didn't feel like Halloween. Mm-hmm. This didn't feel like Halloween to me. This part felt like Scream. When he ran up... So I liked... The art. So I did a cringe. slow scream. I, I cringed when she was coming out. Her leg... Yes, horrible. She's crawling away. I'm rooting for her. I'm like, girl, go. But then he comes, and then he starts stabbing her. And it's literally, he's giving me like a scream moment. Ghostface is just stabbing her. Ghostface. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Um, That's all. But I like the presentation. Yeah, here's the thing. Scream to me is not scary. So, but Halloween to me is scary. Scream to me is like a fun um, the only thing that's scary to me about Scream is honestly the phone call, maybe in the first movie. Uh, but other than that, nothing, nothing else. Is, so to try to like model your scares after Scream to me is a choice. Yeah. Um, I but, 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 but you know, whatever. It's years later, so it doesn't matter. Uh, no, it so matters. Those two are dead. I don't know why they did that. It matters. They are dead. Then John, John, and Molly go to look for them. They find um, Sarah, Sarah's body hanging from like a light fixture, and I think he like carved her damn stomach out or a piece of her stomach. You could see the like the light bulb from inside and her, her chest lit up. Was a great presentation, like I said. And this yes. is the only thing that Michael that gave me Michael Myers because again, Michael plays with the bodies after he kills them. He sets them up to scare mm. the other set of people that he's going to kill. This is the only thing we got in this movie. <laughs> Literally, he set her up as a Halloween decoration like he did with the other two movies. And that was it. That's, that was it. Yeah. They see it. They scream. They see Michael. They run away. They stop along the path at one point. Maybe they're out of breath, whatever, catching their breath. Like, who the fuck was that? Whatever, whatever, whatever. If I'm John, I'm probably putting two two together at this point. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really matter who the fuck it is. We just need to get away. So they go off. Michael teleports <laughs> here and snatches Molly up by her hair. All right, I laughed at this John part. John goes to punch him out a little bit. <laughs> she should have pulled a camera. <laughs> oh, God! 
They need a Kara. <laughs> oh, child, all Kara would be doing is jumping through windows. Um, which is very difficult. Okay, and but... scary to do. Only brave people do that from a second story. Sure. Okay. Lori has yet to jump out any windows, but okay. She got thrown out of one. Kiss, she's kissing her brother and shit. So I mean, really. Okay, we're not going to do a, a Lori versus Kara because we all going to know who wins <laughs> this one. So we're not even going to start there. Um, Lori wins, but Kara's the real stroke. No, so that's all we need. She's to the say. forgotten stroke. Nobody thinks about her. Um, there you y'all love this whole nobody remembers, nobody thinks about these people. You know what argument? You know, it doesn't who, matter. It does <laughs> matter. It does matter because we don't remember. The only thing I remember from Kara is when she jumped out the window and when she got her hair pulled yes. and when she got her hair pulled through that fucking gate. That was it. You don't remember her hitting Michael with the polka? Nope. Um, she hit him know? in the hand. Wow. You don't remember her seeing her son go into the house across the street and she having to run after him. Oh, she the, was trying to motherly She was trying to replicate. She was trying to replicate Lori's chasing. Please, no, Lori's trying to replicate her in this movie, trying to save her son. That's what happened. That is a lie. That is what. That is happened. a lie. Lie. Fuck Danny. <laughs> Michael should have gripped his it, little it, ass up when he was hiding in between those little fucking pipes. I was confused about that too. I was like, "Are you going to kill him or not?" I thought you didn't kill kids. No, he wanted to be. You know, sometimes they make up these people make up these rules, and I believe, like, okay, I don't think he kills kids. Like him and Jason, for some reason, I thought didn't kill kids. And um, I mean, Michael well, killed kids, kids or... below a certain age, yeah. maybe. He didn't kill the babies in H two O, but he killed the um in the kid in twenty eight in twenty eighteen. Yeah, he choked them out in the car. So. Was that homophobic? Do you think because he was a dancer? He was like, let me kill Why he got to be gay? Just, why can't he be a straight dancer? He just assumed he was gay because he said he's a dancer. Michael didn't hear that. <laughs> Michael was. <laughs> he was like, this is a car I need. I'm going to choke you out. And then that's it. Also, I'm like, why not just drive the car away? Why are you waiting for me to get in the car to kill me? Just drive off since that's what you want. It's more fun. Okay, so he snatches Molly up, out of here. tosses her to the ground. John punches him a few times. He stabs John in the leg. Molly gets her carriage strength, picks up a rock, and busts Michael in the face with it. She carries him off. They run. Here's another, I guess, well, no, it's not maybe. It is a suspenseful scene where she has to use the keys to open this gate to get inside. Good scene. They close the gate, and then she drops the keys on the other side of the gate. That was so a good scene. she's trying to reach it. Yes. While Michael is walking closer and closer, because this was a person, a perfect use of that soundtrack, um, the chase mm-hmm. scene soundtrack, and that was a very suspenseful. Like even when I watch it to this day, I get like, ooh, because it's like copy. It's not copying, but it's like, um, yeah, I guess showing some like a, a similar chasing to the first movie, but this time you have a gate and keys, and you drop the keys, and Michael grabs them, and now he's about to open the gate yes. and get you the fuck out of here. Yes, imagine if Lori was yes. on the other side, they would have been done for so one of them would have been done for the other one would have been pushed in the way at least yeah. um probably been molly i say molly sacrificed john that's who he wants no. uh, <laughs> molly hit him with that rock so he was going like i remember that bitch <laughs> <laughs> so i did like this shot too 
Lori and Will, they hear the banging and shit. They let them in, and then you just get that shot face of Lori and Michael coming face to face Iconic. for the first time in 20 years, yes. even with his eyeballs showing. I hate eyes. Yes. But can we do like a CGI what? version of this movie and just like get some black out his eyes? Not even that, but just take the mask from the first one and just put it in this one. <laughs> Put it on. Yes. Like, just do that. It would be more iconic. It would have been. But, but Jamie, you had the perfect look on your face in the mm-hmm. scene. It was everything. It was. She, she took her little gun out. She was like, oh, okay. And he teleports again. There is literally nowhere he could have fucking ran off to that quick and not be seen. But he does nowhere it in the first in one. Space. He does it in the first one. Remember? He's teleporting in. Outside of Lori's um, backyard. She's looking. He disappears. Andy, when she was on the phone in the background, as soon as she turned around, he's gone. So he... he... Okay, and the Annie one, yes. But he had enough time to get up and leave with the Dr. Loomis gunshots. <laughs> oh, well, that's true, yes. <laughs> but um, he probably ran, and we just didn't see him run. <laughs> I'm just imagining Which Michael I just think... getting up and just running. <laughs> like, if we could see the moments where he, like... Like really, he has a little more pep in his step in the moments where we don't see him, and that's how he gets to able to catch up to people. Yeah. I would love to see that. Yes, that's bloopers. Yes. <clears throat> so now it's the four of them. They're in the school. Lori's like, "You, you hide in the damn closet, okay?" And me and Will, we're going to try to get Michael and survive. So they're in the hallway. Will sees a shadow in the distance. He snatches the gun from her. And sh- I didn't even think he hit him at first when I first saw this because mm-hmm. it looked like he was missing. But he shot at the figure and it turns out to be Ronnie. Yes. Which I was very upset by when I first saw this. Yeah, just shoot the black guy. Not fine ass LL Cool shoot J. Shoot the black guy. Which we may have a brandy moment later in this. <laughs> so I'm very curious if that's what the case was. But Ronnie's dead. Will is like, I just killed this black man. It's going to look crazy. the door opens behind him Michael does almost a throwback with the knife he stabs Will in the back and lifts him up no that was a throwback I like that's literally a throwback I like Will's reaction Mm -hmm. Will's reaction was very just like he was he was giving it to you he was shaking making noises he was shivering and shaking and shit (laughs) that's what he was getting (laughs) literally just shaking it looked like he was busting the best nut ever in his whole life. Just like, what do you think that feels like at the same? So, what if you are busting a nut and yes, on the brink of death at the same? Painful? Would it be similar to like being choked? You know, there's people who like that autoerotic asphyxiation. I think it's called where they're being choked whilst doing other things. So I'm wondering if there's. Not the. I don't know why we're talking about this. Um. Um. Yeah. I don't. Maybe similar. Maybe it's a kink. Yeah. Maybe it is. But I. I don't know because that's a sharp object going into your body, and that's a lot of pain. But you're also experiencing well, pleasure at the same time. So. Hellraiser. Um. Mm, true. They have those sounding rods that people stick in them, and that creates pleasure, which I would think is painful as well, but. What rods? Sounding rods. Those are metal rods, long metal rods that people penetrate their dick hole with them. And mm-hmm. they put them in there and I've, people have ejaculated from it. You, you sure know a Trivia lot. Trivia fact. You, you sure know a lot about this <laughs> stuff, my friend. 
Um, it's it was on a Snapple cap, and oh, um, sure it was. Okay. Yes. Okay. It was. <laughs> so a kid would just buy a Snapple and look at the bottle cap, and that would be a fact for them. To yes, know. it's on. T- it's on Grey's Anatomy. All these things. So why wouldn't it be on a Snapple bottle? Okay. Sure. They have dolls fucking in Ch- Chucky, Ch- Brada Chucky. So why wouldn't they show this? <laughs> and they got him jacking his shit in the other one. Oh See the Chucky. Those so movies I mean, are rated R for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, my I wonder how it's rated R if they're dolls. I don't know how is that a thing. Because it's still sex and the. But it's like Team America World Police. It's not real. It's just not people or anything like real. I think maybe it's so I'm more so because why. of the violence and the blood versus okay, that the sexual content. See the Chucky. My one of my favorite kills in that whole franchise is Glenda burning that damn assistant out of nowhere. That is Hannah from S Club Seven. That is Hannah Spirit from S Club. That's 7. Baby Spice, S- if you know it. Club. There ain't no party like an S Club. So, all right. So let me show you a quick story. I know we're off track. I was supposed to see S Club Seven reunion tour here in Philadelphia. I was excited because they never came to the states in their twenty-five years of you know being alive and stuff. Even though one of them passed away this. Uh, earlier this year uh yeah he passed away earlier this year rest in peace paul r.i.p yes i love paul but um they were coming to philly so i was excited i said i get to experience nostalgia my childhood like i love them then they canceled <laughs> like beginning of this wow. week so my dreams was crushed but then it wasn't just the philly uh dates it was all of u.s because they're just they're coming to the u.s but they're doing it in a later date so they're coming back in february but they won't be in philly they're gonna be in new york so now i have to travel to new york to see them so and i'm doing it just for them i'm living this dream i don't care what nobody say (laughs) i'm I'm happy for you you should be you should be i i I love that you love the things that you love Mm-hmm. Without any shame, of course, and you will go to an S Club Seven concert. Yeah, I love that. Why not? If you're a fan of S Club Seven, you have the opportunity to go see them, regardless of how old they are, or whatever. And you never got a chance to see them. Why not fucking go? I'm gonna go. And when Spice Girls come to the U.S., uh, whenever they get together, I'll be there front and center. I can't wait. I low key understand, but see, I know the Spice Girls. I didn't really pay attention to S Club Seven, so that's the only reason I could understand going to. The Spice Girls. Well, they were, I, they were bigger. That's why. Yeah, but S Club Seven. They were on the real world. Okay. Who S Club yes. Seven? No. I sent you that clip. They were Spice on the real Girl. world. What are you talking about? So Here's the story of five five strangers. I mean, they seven are, strangers, and they did their intros and everything. The okay, <laughs> that was phony real world. <laughs> I'm talking about you had cast members. I think it was the Boston season. The two two girls who didn't really, didn't really like each other. One of them got a gift for the other one. It was a it was a cassette of Spice Girls, I believe, because she liked that song. Oh, I tell you when I want, when I really, really that song. 
That song is so I like Wanna Be, but that song is so like overrated. Like I love I wanna really wanna be with it. There's so many other songs. They got to become one, say you'll be there too much. Um, who do you think you are? Stop right now. Stop Spice Up Your Life, Saturday Night Divas. Like there's so many songs that they have. Like Wanna Be is just their first single that everybody loves. I think that, yeah, that's the first one I think that people yeah. knew of. Oh, well. <clears throat> All right, back to H2O, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm lost now. So, uh, we... <laughs> so, we're after, Ron, um, after Michael kills Will, and he was shaking, and, and he falls to the my ground. my camera moving? I don't know. That was a, a zoom effect. Um, so yeah, Michael, I mean, Will falls down because it was homage to Halloween 2 when Michael kills Jill with the, you know, the scalpel in the same exact way. So cool callback. Um, and then we get a chase scene with Michael chasing yes. Lori again. I'm excited. And she's using her wit. She's she low-key kind of did a similar thing to the first movie. She put a bloody handprint on the closet door and locked it yes. to make it seem like she was in there. Yes. But she was not. She was like, Fuck. But this time, <laughs> she, because when we were talking about the first movie, what I thought of was like, okay, open that window, make him think you ran out, and then push his ass over the ledge. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. She's 17. She's a child. She probably not, she's scared to death. Right. But this time, she's like, oh, I got something for your ass. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you go, and he busts through the door, and I like the shot that they did. Yeah. And then she popped him in the head with, with a, the fire hydrant. Extinguisher. Oh. <laughs> Not the fire hydrant. So <laughs> to go fire hydrant. <laughs> oh my god. I just imagine her having this big ass fire hydrant. <laughs> Michael would be dead, okay? That shit is heavy. <laughs> She took the, the tube from the fire hydrant. She shoved it. It was a Chucky death. She shoved it in his mouth. He blew up. Okay. Which Loki, they probably should have blew him up. But anyway, yes, it was a fire extinguisher. Now she drops it, which isn't... It's a movie, so I'm just going to go along with it. And I do know Jamie, at one she mentioned, like, there's a point in this where she uses a knife and then throws it away. She does. And she was like, she would have learned from the first time around she, she needs to keep the knife. Yeah. But for movie purposes, she didn't. So she ran, got the kids out the closet, got them in the car. Michael sits up. He didn't even sit up the same way that Michael did in the first one. Like, they, it was so slouchy. It was just like, like a drunk. He's just a slow ghost face. That is all his character. I hate it so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I almost kind of wish she was blind in this. Well, that wouldn't make sense. Like he's blind, but he's driven by darkness. He can still see. Okay, because he got shot in the eyeball. Yeah, but <laughs> anyway, they get she gets the kids in the car, drives them down to the gate. She's like, "Let Mama handle this. You drive out of here. Don't stop. I'll be right behind you." This moment. Did you get the callback still... though, real quick? Go down to the whatever. The Beckers. To the, what the, oh, screen. Oh, Lord. Casey Becker. Yes. <laughs> Wait. No, that's the Woodsboro. Yeah. <laughs> Unless. I was like, it's a but tale. it could be because Screen was 96, this was 98. So maybe after Casey Becker's death, they moved there. So maybe it could be 
the same family just moved to California. Mm. Casey parents moved. Maybe. Hmm. And they also played Scream 2 in this movie, but you didn't realize that when the girls were getting ready. And did you watch it this time, Mike? Did you see it this time? I actually did okay. see that it was Scream it was Sarah, 2. And I Sarah actually read. Yes. I read that it was supposed to be So I Have Married an Axe Murderer, mm. which would have been funny because Michael Myers and Mike Myers, and then Lori had the axe. Right. And that lady had the axe. Whatever. Right. I don't know why they didn't do that. Yeah. Well, because they love Scream, I'm hearing. So much. This whole movie Scream. But go ahead. The moment. The moment. The moment it is still one. I don't even think this has been topped, honestly. It's very hard to top this moment. She sends them off. She takes like a rock or some shit, busts this little contraption that opens and closes the gate. No, she kicks. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Then she kicks the emergency thing with the axe in it takes it out she's walking down up and down the campus screaming for michael it is so good with the theme playing so delicious oh my gosh i get chills to this day every time i see this like this is the moment where you can say yes Lori is that final girl she is a scream queen but to see somebody that dealt with that type of trauma in the first two movies, and now she's actually going against the killer. She said, "Fuck this. He's not. He's not escaping. We're gonna. We're gonna be in this bitch yeah. together. So I'm gonna break this fucking gate so he can't leave. And I'm getting this X and let's go. Let's rumble. And the way she was walking up that fucking uh, like the the campus, and she had that X screaming for yes. him. Yes. Oh, so there was good. a pause too. Yes. She walked over. You see the axe, and then there's a pause, and then the music hits. Mm-hmm. She's screaming the name. What? And then she's walking down the hallway. She got her stank face on and everything <laughs> looking for him. Oh, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> okay, now I'm trying to remember what the fuck happened. So she's walking down, and Michael, as she's walking down the hallway, he comes oh. from the ceiling. Yes! Yes. This really is when the movie starts, honestly. Yes. <laughs> this is when the movie starts. The fact that he was hanging like that, I don't even understand how How? 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 So he was flat up against the ceiling holding on. (laughs) He's a gymnast. It's given very much Halloween for when Michael was underneath that truck the whole entire time. And then he just found his way on top of the truck. (laughs) Like, we're supposed to believe that she didn't see him on the ceiling when she walked down the hall. Exactly. But okay, okay, it works, I guess. She she hears this very light fall onto the and she swings that motherfucker at him, but she then realizes, okay, I can't do too much hand to hand with So then it turns into a chase a little bit. He swipes at her. What I do and he reopens yes, he the wound that she he gave her in the first one. Yes. Yes. And she falls to the ground. She looks, she's like, Oh, oh I remember this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got up. <laughs> What I do like about this, and I can't believe I'm going to do this again. Laurie's style of fighting to me is realistic. And I never, and while watching Halloween movie, am certain if she's going to live or die. Right. And people go up for Sydney, right? <laughs> Which she's a badass. She can fight. She can brawl. I give her all of that. 
but it comes off like Clark Kent to me. Like she just can't die. I don't ever believe she's going to die. I don't believe it throughout the movies. I don't, and I don't really know why. I, I can I sense it in Halloween, but I can't really get that from that character in Scream. I don't know what they would have to do to make me believe. Maybe she needs to get a little more injured than that little one stab that they've been giving her each movie. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know about y'all. I'm not going <gasps> when she gets her little stab at the end. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Same here. I'm not going like that. I feel like Michael and Lori literally be going toe to toe, especially in these newer movies. Like the bitch got thrown. First of all, I know we talking about East too well, but let's talk about Lori in 2018 when Michael busts through the door and lifts her up, start <laughs> banging her head on the fucking, <laughs> oh, oh. and then they're fighting on top of the house upstairs, and he throws her over yes. the balcony. He's fucking her up. Like I feel like there's a chance, and she gets stabbed in the stomach too with her own knife. There's a chance where Lori can die. She almost died. Yes, you know, in both of the you know first and second one, in this one here too, um, again it just there's a chance of Lori dying, but she's fighting for her life, and I'm actually feeling for her more with Sydney. I guess maybe it's the you're not scared, you're just yeah. cheering for her. I think it's the lack of build up because we've seen it already. We've seen it in the first one. We've seen it in the second one. We've seen it in the third one, the fourth one. So it's like, okay, I'm over this. <laughs> We had time with Lori, yeah. I guess. Oh, and we had time away from Lori. Well, I guess we had time away from in mm. between three and four. That was like what, 10, 11 years or something like that? Yeah. 10 years. But even still, I think we had movies yeah. away from Lori. Yeah. Whereas with Sydney, the more you keep having a character in it, the more I'm not going to believe they're going to die. Yeah. No matter the situation. So she would need to be looking fucked up. Mm-hmm. For me to believe she's about to die, yeah, like she needs to have a, almost like a Gale scene, mm-hmm. or do, for me to believe that, right? Jail, and I. <laughs> the only way they could do it for it to to give her justice, I think. Why am I talking about Sydney this much? Is for her to go out trying to my, protect I somebody think else. You secretly love Sydney. And... I like her fighting. That's it. You know, it's given very much Paige Michael Chuck. Beef. <laughs> no, it isn't. No, it isn't. I pay. I came around on Paige mm-hmm. naturally. Sydney can fight. That's all I like about that character. That is it. Okay. Um. So we're Team Lori here. Oh yes. Okay. Absolutely. And um, I think Sydney would have to go out protecting somebody else. Yeah. Like fighting, but she's going out to protect someone, and I think people would be okay with that. Okay. But anyway. With Lori, back to Lori. She runs off. She's in the kitchen now. She's throwing knives. (laughs) You gotta do it. I'm doing the best I can with what I got. And she went over there. (laughs) And she took those knives. She emptied that shit out. She was throwing knives. And that shit didn't work. Michael was dodging the joints. So she took the drawer and she just blocked his knife hit, and then she kneed him in the balls. And Michael's face lit up. He was like, bitch, that shit hurt. I was wondering if he was phased by that or not. I couldn't tell he if did. it hurt. You, can, you see his eyes got big. And if it hurt. But he didn't make a sound, which is very strange to me. Yeah. I mean, his... You know what? Yeah, why don't they go for his balls more? She did. She should have stabbed him in them. But... Should have. Yeah. 
He wouldn't be able to get up, I'm sure, that time. Yeah, don't do that, Lori. I need that. <laughs> um, so she takes the knives, runs off again. He goes after her. So now he's looking for her. So we get a little cool moment here where she um, she ends up behind him and she's stabbing the fuck out of Wait, him and we, backing him up. We skipped the part. We missed the table the scene. The table scene, yes. Uh, yes. Wait, when was the the table was before the knives? The tables, yeah. I think it was the table's the when knives. she got sliced on the uh the arm, the arm and then she ran into that room with all the tables and she was trying to hide underneath there. Yes. So Lori's hiding under the tables and like the fucking, I don't know what it is, a cafeteria or some shit. Mm-hmm. And so Mike Michael's looking for but Michael's standing above the table that she's on, which is a cool little scene, a cool little moment. Mm-hmm. So she tries to get out one way. He swipes real quick. She jumps back. It kind of reminds me of the first one again and the second one. She's hiding, but it still feels different yeah. because she's scared, mm-hmm. but she's also in survival mode. Yeah. So she kicks the little chair out on one side, goes out the other one. Mm-hmm. He's following while walking on the tables. She gets to the end. He hops down. Swipes. And she turns around. <laughs> She goes under more tables. And then he's just like, fuck this. Starts flinging all the tables as he's walking after her. Oh, that was a good shot. He still didn't look like Michael Myers to me. He didn't. But it was a good shot. And then she gets up. She gets the little flagpole. She pokes him with it. He falls to the ground. Buffy. (laughs) Yes, that's what's good. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) She should have been twirling it like fucking Buffy. (laughs) You think you're so smart, huh, bitch? Um, but yeah, that was a good scene. I will say, like you said, that is when the movie starts. It's obviously when she gets the X and all that. And from here on out, just action. This is what we wanted to see a Michael versus Laurie. So, and we felt for her because, especially in the scene, like you mentioned, when she was underneath and he was swiping and she was scared, she, like her face, she was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And she's like, you know what? Let me kick this fucking chair. So then she kicks the chair. And like you said, when she's like crawling underneath, then he's flipping the, cha- uh, the tables and stuff. Very suspenseful. Like, it was such a good scene. While they're upstairs, she's swipe, swipe, well, stabbing the fuck out of him. At, almost as if the knives and her fists are connected. He's being backed up, and then she stabs him to the point where he falls off the fucking balcony. Oh, yeah, because she had both knives, right? So she's like this, like, yes. one, two, one, two. She was not playing. She said, bitch, y'all came for me for dropping the knives in the first one? Okay. So she took both knives. and was like, how do you like it? But then she ends up dropping it again, though, on this part. Well... So she goes downstairs, she sees him, she takes the knife out, and she's about to stab him. Yeah. And then Ronnie shows up. Why he stopped her, told him like he's dead. So what? <laughs> I, I don't know why, why that makes a difference. He stops her from stabbing him. They get outside. There's cops and shit. He's telling his girlfriend, I'm about to make like a, 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 like a thriller, a suspense mm-hmm. thriller or something like that. And then Lori, Lori becomes Dr. Loomis. She knows it's not over. She holds the fucking uh, paramedics up and like, uh-uh, put him in his truck. Put him in a van now. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, Lori. She's like, you know what? He's then not she dead. gets in the van. Mm-hmm. She gets in the van, drives off. It's basically like, I know you here. Wake up. And so we see, I, I don't know if this was that smart, though, girl. Like, you driving and he's in, in he's the behind you. Yeah. 
So maybe she was would have been was like kind of like I don't care if I die at this moment. He has to die. Yeah. She drives off, and then he he you see him raising up in the back in the, in the body bag, and then she ends up twirling over. A, I don't know how she survived this. Oh yeah, because he ends up reaching <laughs> the out. Truck. Cause he ends up getting outside the zipper in the back and then he's trying mm-hmm. to reach towards her. And then that's when she kind of like turn and then they're rears over. off of the, yeah. the road tumbles down, tumble, 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 tumble. She gets out. She's looking really bloodied and fucked up and great. <laughs> and then she's limping over to him. He's stuck in between. I feel like you should explain this since this is your, your baby. It's yours too. <laughs> so, you know, Michael. I think he is. He's he's thrown out the the car. Yeah, he's pinned between the the truck and the the the, the, amb- the ambulance the in the tree in the tree. And like you said, Lori looks. It's funny saying that she looks great because obviously she's fucked up. But watching a horror movie and seeing a final girl survive something, but they look like they've been through something, but they look badass because they have a weapon, like they're about to fuck shit up. It, that means they look good. Um, yes, and she's bloody mouth, shoulder fucked up. She has the X on, you know, one hand or whatever. And then she sees Michael. Michael is she's calling for him, so she's like Michael, and he phrases up. He's still <laughs> pinned between the the truck and the tree, and he's like doing this to his head, like he's reaching at his head and the mask and stuff like that. And she's staring at him, and then he reaches towards her. She's reaching back. She's getting a little emotional. She got a little, she's yeah. getting a little teary eyed. And then, and I, I felt for it too. It was like this somber music. I'm just like, okay, like she's whatever, sure. She's trying, maybe she's having a, a second thought. And then she said, fuck this shit. Oh, not Mike doing poppers <laughs> on the fucking, uh, <laughs> Ooh. I'm getting ready. I'm getting, it was chapstick. I was playing. <laughs> I'm getting ready. So they're reaching the out climax. for each other, and then she looks, and she's like, mm-mm. She takes the fucking axe, swings it, chops his motherfucking head off. <laughs> that shit goes rolling. Oh. And at this scene, so perfect. So there's a scene in Halloween 1 where Michael raises when Annie is walking across the street to the Doyle's house. I can't describe the sound, but it's like a steam. Like it sounds like a steam. Yes. Um, and they play that scene. It's like a yeah, Fuck. like a screeching. I know what you're talking yes. about. They play that as his head get chopped off. Oh my gosh, I got chills. They played the iconic John Carpenter music. She turns to the screen. She's breathing hard. She had the X, and she's just like, I, I fucking did it. And then in credits, yes. so fucking good. Goosebumps. Ooh. It is, this movie is now 25 years old, I guess, around that. Mm. There are still so few moments that are even come close to the level of just mm. satisfaction of that. Yes. Just, just the, the, this, this is the exhausted, like, whew, okay, now that that's done, but after, in the relief. Yes, after all of that, you could see it on Lori's face, like she was, she took a deep breath, she was just like, I think this is over. I chopped his fucking head off. Like this was a lot. After twenty fucking years, I killed this motherfucker. I killed him. Mm. There's no way for Jamie him to Lee come Curtis. back. 
His head is gone. You, you did it in this movie. Yes. His head is gone. And I swear, I looked at I felt like those were the same eyeballs we saw early in the movie. So <laughs> what we get in the next one, I was just like, now why? This would have been the perfect ending to this. Why? So, Mike, can I ask why you a question? So, Uh-oh. yes. <laughs> so in Resurrection, they explain, I'm not going to explain what happened in Resurrection, but you know, they explained to what happened with Michael Myers in Resurrection and who this person really yes. was. So when you go back and watch this, some of the stuff does make sense when the lady was telling the story about it not being Michael Myers, the whole touching of the head. Yeah. When he got off the, um, when he got out from the body bag and the way he was looking around, like he was lost the reaching out a little bit because I'm like, Michael Myers wouldn't do that. So that part kind of makes sense. But if this was a person, even if his fucking, he can't talk because whatever was crushed, like the lady said, I would think that he would still be like doing signals, like get the shit off of me. Or maybe he will pull the mask off himself. Why can't he take the mask did, off? That's exactly. what I was confused by. Why didn't he take it off himself? So I, it was some things in here that made me believe that this was a different person because a lot of the the movement wasn't given Michael Myers, but at the same time, this whole movie, <laughs> this Michael Myers wasn't given Michael Myers, so I can't really say. Yeah. Uh, but then again, it goes to show copycat. Maybe they wanted to go the whole copycat route, so that's why they were doing these things and they changed it last minute. Yeah, so there was... Uh, another storyline in this movie with detectives, detectives from the beginning of the movie. So that was also going to be included in this, but they took it out. Mm. So that could would have tied in with the copycat and all that shit. It would have just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But this climax with Laurie, Chef's Kiss, still has it a top two ranking for me in Halloween. So, um, just because. I love this scene so much. I think that this I think this is the only reason why it's in my top five. This scene and Lori Strode herself. Outside of the, yes. outside of that, the story, mm, the characters, mm, Michael Myers, mm, mm-hmm. this ending really saved it. I'm sorry. Yes. It really saved it. But as a movie itself, I don't know. That's why I'm thinking like I might drop it because even though it's it's just a lot of but things that's bothering this is, me. This is top three Lori versus Michael fight scenes ever. Yes. It has to be in your top three. But it's Lori versus Michael. Are we talking about a Halloween movie itself? Because for a Halloween movie itself, it's not in my top three. It doesn't feel anything like it. It's not giving me that. I'm only, again, I'm, I'm only invested is because of Lori Strode. But her, yes. but the movie itself, it's kind of like, all right, for instance, Halloween Ends. Everybody loved Halloween Ends because of Corey Cunningham. But the movie itself, people's not really talking about the movie. They're just talking about how much I love Corey and how different they're making the movie because of Corey. That isn't true. But you're not talking about the movie itself and what Halloween is itself. Like, what, what about Halloween Ends is giving you the overall Halloween pictures of what it is? You know what I mean? And I think for H2O, that's what it is for me. I love Laurie Strode, but it's missing a lot of key things, like I mentioned before. It's missing the Michael Myers. It's missing the fall atmosphere. It's missing most of the music because it's playing yeah. screen music. It's literally a screen movie uh, wrapped with a Halloween blanket. That's all is given. 
So what I'm hearing you say is that Scream should have never existed. No, I never seen. And then that. this would have been a Halloween movie. No, I'm not. That's saying, what I'm hearing. I'm not saying that. Um, so if it wasn't for Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, yeah, this movie would have been garbage. So yeah, there's a lot of potential there. They just didn't go with. And um, right now, I guess it's sitting at number five. But who's to say that it might it might change in the future? Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess we didn't change your mind. It's still sitting there, but we'll see. It's just I'm pissed about now, a lot of things. That's all. The question is: Does do these three movies that we covered, mm-hmm. John Carpenter's Halloween, Halloween Two, and H Two O, do they work as a trilogy? Do they work as a trilogy? Um, yes and no. Um, mm. same reason why I mentioned about um, I think again what's tying all this together is Laurie Strode. That's what it is. What ruined the trilogy for me is Michael Myers, because a lot of people talk about how Michael looked and walked and stuff in uh, 1981, Halloween 2, but he still was spooky. He still was scary. You know, all of that was gone in H2O. The vibe wasn't there. So I think there's still some disconnect from me. He has the blackest eyes. And then you got his big ass bright eyes all up in the camera. (laughs) The blackest eye, the devil's eyes. I'm like, sure. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's a disconnect for me. It takes me out of it a little bit. The only connection is obviously Laurie Strode and her trauma outside of that to compare it to Halloween and David Gordon Green's work. I will say those work a little bit better as a trilogy than this does. I mean, that makes sense because he did all of them. That that too, so but he also sense. but he also yeah, that's true. And he caught the essence of what the characters are. Um, it's just that I prefer this version of Lori over the 2018 one. But as far as story yes. and connections and stuff that made sense, I see why he didn't go he didn't pick up after Halloween too, because he probably knew better. He's like, he got blown the fuck up. He got shot in the eyes. How can how what can we do with that? So let's get mm-hmm. rid of Halloween too, and we're just gonna go from Halloween go, go for Halloween one. Um, and he was smart by doing that. So I think those work to better as a trilogy. Uh, but it's something nostalgia about this trilogy. That's all I got to say. Like, we, we're used to it. You know, this is what we got first. So that's why we were attached to it. But to be honest, as far as movies, yeah, I think the other ones work a little bit better. Mm-hmm. How about you? I think, I think it does work as a trilogy. And I quite impressed actually because it's different people doing them mm-hmm. so uh, granted there are little things here and there that don't make sense they could be worked tweaked and worked better but it only works because of this ending that is the only reason it works mm. if they ended it differently i don't know if i could say that um but to me it's a conclusion and then this is it's like it's a complete story with these three, mm-hmm. you wouldn't need to do anything else. True. So to me, that would make it a trilogy. Now, whether it could be better, of course. <laughs> but, and I also feel a little weird that it started in Haddonfield and didn't end in Haddonfield. Like for it to, this to allegedly be the last one back then. And it's in wherever the fuck this was, something California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me, it should have ended in Haddonfield somehow. How will we end up there, though? <laughs> like, how will we get back? What would be the reason for us to go back to Haddonfield? 
I just feel like she still lives there. Honestly, I don't think, I think she's just, I think she would be similar mentally to the Lori in 2018, but she's obviously not a shut-in. She's still living, but she's still terrified and not knowing if anything is going, if he's ever going to show up again. So it's like she's functioning. However, she, um, she, I don't know. Give her a, a fucking family situation going on. She can't leave yet. Yeah, that's why I don't feel comfortable leaving. So she's stuck in she's stuck in Haddonfield. That's why I was saying that whole Jamie Lloyd thing that could be a tie-in right there. But um, well, I'm happy that you think this works as a trilogy, it, and it does. If we didn't get resurrection as well, um, yes. <laughs> but we said official and unofficial trilogies. Yes. So that's what we. Yes. This is <laughs> my ending. This is my ending. My ending ends here with Michael getting his head chopped the fuck off. Because this is yes. where it should have ended. It should have. Yeah. It should have ended here. Now, if y'all wanted to reboot or whatever, then that's something else. But resurrection, I don't believe should have happened. Mm-mm. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> or a resurrection could have been the copycat killer instead of Michael. If they were going to do that. Yep. That could have been a copycat killer. And that would have worked so much better because you have all the cameras, the reality show aspect. That would have worked so much better, you know? So they, we would think to believe that Michael Myers is alive again. Like, how? How the fuck? And then obviously come to find mm-hmm. out at the end, we find out that they're copycat killers because this live television show we're trying to make happen and blah, 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 blah. I think I would have been okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I still had Danger Team in and Busta and Tyra and all of them. So that's the end of our episode. Well, thank you all for your continued listening and support. Go ahead and give us a follow on pe- at people underscore scares on Twitter and Instagram. If you are not following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting platforms, go ahead and follow. Hit the follow button. Go ahead and share the episodes. Um, our email for any business purposes <laughs> is people under scares at gmail. Don't make me laugh. People under scares at gmail.com. And if I have to remind y'all how you follow us, if you have an iPhone, there when you go to people <laughs> under the scares on the podcast, there's a plus sign, a symbol on the top of the page. Ooh. You just hit that and it'll automatically follow you'll automatically follow our podcast same thing with spotify is there it's super simple it's easy and um we would love for you guys to follow us so you get updated on new episodes when they're dropping all that fun stuff um and yeah you don't have to worry about being alerted by us through twitter or instagram you'll be alerted by spotify or apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're using because you're following us Yes, for us, by us, boo boo. <laughs> we will see y'all. We will see y'all next Monday. All right, see you next Monday. Bye. Thank you, sir.